the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good for President Trump. Yeah, if he was uh, able to only pay $750 in income tax a couple of years and it was legal, good for him. I don't know, maybe I missed it, but I don't think that the New York Times story that everybody's talking about today accused him of doing anything illegal. I admit I didn't read every word of it, but I, I haven't heard a lot about anything illegal. Anyway, and of course, since it, it is the New York Times, the angle is that this is a rich guy getting away with something the poor people don't get away with. And I don't care what any rich person pays in income taxes, and I don't think anybody's income should be taxed, as a matter of fact, at least by the federal government anyway. The founders didn't give the federal government the power to tax our income for a reason. I'm thinking that they didn't think uh, how much we earn and what we spend our money on should be any of the government's business. Why should it be? And the Constitution had to be amended over 100 years ago, by the way, to uh, to give the federal government that power. And also, uh, think of all the, the money that's been wasted by the federal government in the last century because of all the money that's been made has been made available to the federal government by so much of our money being confiscated and us having nothing to say about it. And that is confiscated. That's what happens. You earn money, somebody pays you, and then the government says, uh, I'll take some of that. That's confiscation. Mike Huckabee didn't get nearly enough attention, attention uh, five years ago when he ran for president and was trying to sell a national sales tax to replace the federal income tax. And if you really want to make sure that the government gets money from people as rich as Donald Trump, maybe the best way to do that is not to tax them on what they earn, but tax them on what they spend. Seems like a pretty good idea to me, always has. Think of all the trouble that uh, could be avoided if the income tax just disappeared. And think about how much simpler it would be to collect the money. No loopholes, no tax forms for you to fill out every March or April. You spend a dollar, and a tax is paid on what you spent. Even drug dealers would be paying taxes when they bought their yachts or their Lamborghinis. Coming up at 5.30, I'll talk to a guy who has been pushing this idea of a national sales tax for a long time. It's uh, Steve Hayes of Americans for Fair Taxation. But when we come back after this break, uh, we're going to talk to Hogan Gidley, He's the press secretary for the Trump re-election campaign, and I'll talk to him about the reaction to this uh, story from the New York Times. And uh, also, we uh, I'm sure we'll get a chance to talk about what we should expect from the president tomorrow night in the first debate, and maybe even what we should expect from Joe Biden. A good question uh, is that for that is uh, which Joe Biden is going to show up, and will he be able to stay awake for the whole thing? Anyway, we'll talk to Hogan Gidley when we come back. Stick around. We're all thinking a lot more about staying safe these days. Windows R Us Pittsburgh is no different. This is John Steigerwald. When it comes to working around your home, Windows R Us remains committed to the safety of you and your family. For roofs, gutters and downspouts, siding, and, of course, windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can answer the call. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us has earned its reputation as the area's premier exterior replacement company. And all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines. If you've had damage, you may be eligible for free repair or replacement. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. You'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. From a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty, why pay double? Trust the area's premier exterior replacement company. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Hi there, Hugh Hewitt. I have a book that you've been waiting for, the one that totally uncovers the anti-Trump movement within the Washington establishment. 
My good friend Byron York. You know him from Fox News, The Washington Examiner. He's on my show all the time. He's got a brand new book. It's called Obsession, Inside the Washington Establishment's Never-Ending War on Trump. And Byron brings the heat. Obsession is a must-read. He's the political correspondent that you always trust anyway. But now he's got officials and members of the Trump defense team on the record. All of the stuff you want to find out about what happened with the special counsel, what happened with the impeachment, what happened with Ukraine, it's all in Byron's new book, Obsession. Look, the opposition will stop at nothing to prevent Donald Trump's re-election. Now is the time to get the facts. Read Byron York's penetrating new book, Obsession, inside the Washington establishment's never-ending war on Trump. Available from Amazon and wherever books are sold. Obsession by Byron York. Obsession by Byron York. As a kid, did you have a paper route? Did you babysit, set up a stand and sell lemonade, cut lawns in your neighborhood? You are an entrepreneur. New Era Health Plans are looking for entrepreneurs. If you work hard, are always learning, and enjoy helping and educating people, this may be a good fit for you. New Era Health Plans offers people superior health insurance with savings up to 30 to 60%. They will train you and help you become a successful licensed insurance agent. If you're already an agent or the top salesperson in your company not making what you should or someone ready for a career change, you need to call New Era at 724-230-4500. That's 724-230-4500. Take a leap, invest in yourself, and build a legacy business for your future security. Make the money you deserve, working how you want to work, all while you are truly having an impact on people's lives. Go to NewEraHealthPlans.com to request a phone interview. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to BambooHR.com slash trial. This is a limited offer only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com slash trial. That's BambooHR.com slash trial. Here are the facts. Your business needs leads and sales. There are potential customers online right now looking for what you do. Will they find you or your competitor? You need Salem Surround. Having to do your own digital marketing while trying to manage your business, well, there's just not enough time in the day. You need Salem Surround. You're doing all you can to market your business, but are you sure you have the right strategy or seeing a great return on investment? You need Salem Surround. The marketing team here at Salem Surround is ready to help your business now. We'll design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies, using everything in our toolkit to work for you. Digital, audio, mobile, even audience-engaging contests and promotions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. Jay Sekulow and crew is excited about the Supreme Court nominee. Here's the reality we live in. If this seat isn't filled, Joe Biden could become president and then he will fill the seat. Whoever he puts there will be worse, much worse than anyone on President Trump's list. This time you can really do a comparison of who would Joe Biden pick and anybody is better on our list than who Joe Biden would pick. Jay Sekulow live. Weeknights at 6, right before Larry Alder at 7, on AM 1250. The answer. Are you struggling in your marriage? Giving each other the silent treatment? Do you feel hurt? You can save your marriage. Hope Restored, a marriage intensive experience by Focus on the Family, provides in depth quality counseling care that will make a difference in your life and your marriage. Call 1 866 875 2915. Or go to HopeRestored.com. That's HopeRestored.com. This is the John Stackerwald Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. 
Well, we haven't heard from Hogan Gitley. Uh, he's a uh, official with the Trump campaign, and the situation happens a, a lot. Um, then it's either delayed or sometimes they don't show. We have to be prepared for that. This is a uh, uh, don't call us, we'll call you situation. They call in, so we have no control over it if they don't call us in. We're hoping that uh, Hogan Gidley calls, and uh, you know, I think this is one of those days where when I set up this uh, interview, I think it was on Friday or Saturday, the story in the New York Times that we just talked about hadn't been made public yet, so uh, they may be doing a little bit more scrambling. Um, at the uh, at the New York Times, I mean, I'm sorry, not at the New York. Well, they may be scrambling there too, but they may be doing a little more scrambling in the um, Trump campaign. So, well, if he calls in, he calls in. If not, we'll uh, talk about something else because I really don't have a whole lot to say about the New York Times piece because I don't. Uh, first of all, I don't. I just don't. As I said in my open, I just don't. Uh, I don't care that much. I don't care at all what anybody pays in their income tax. I guess I care if they break the law because everybody, you know, because if I have to pay my income tax, then you ought to have to pay yours. And there are laws that you have to be, they have to be um, respected and they have to be enforced. But um, I don't think that the federal government should have any interest whatsoever in uh, how much money I make and should have, it's, it's none of their business. It should be none of their business. Obviously, it's very much their business now. They can actually come and take your house away. Uh, if you don't pay your income tax, I just don't think that's something that the uh, the founders and James Madison and uh, uh, the, the you know the, the the authors of the Constitution would have had in mind for what was supposed to be a free country that the government would have the ability to number one get into your papers without a search warrant. Remember. That's those are your papers. Whatever's in the bank and whatever your paycheck is and whatever those records say, that's your private stuff that the government is uh, uh, was with the uh, institution of the income tax. It the Sixteenth Amendment. It was the government was given the power to get inside your uh, your bank account if it wanted to, if it felt it necessary. If you didn't do your duty and pay your income tax, and of course the tax. I don't have the the number in front of me, but um, I think when the tax code was written uh, over a hundred years ago, it was four pages that, that it took to write the what, what the tax code was, how it would work. And now it's I think it's a thousand pages or more. That you know how ridiculous the income tax is. So it was a bad idea; should have never been put in. So the fact that Donald Trump only paid seven hundred and fifty dollars one year, more power to him. So that's enough on that. I <clears throat> Another subject that I was going to talk about, but I didn't think I'd have time because uh, we were going to have Hogan Gidley on, but it doesn't look like he's going to be on today. Anyway, um, there's a story here that the Steelers, we've got a little sports angle here for you. The Steelers are planning to talk with the health department about getting fans in the stands. Uh, according to this story, um, it says uh, the Steelers have confirmed that a call will take place between them and the Pennsylvania Department of Health sometime this week to discuss the possibility of allowing fans in the stands in some capacity. Soon, Bert Loughton, who's the director of communications, told the, uh, said that the, uh, the call is expected to take place this week, but the specific day is not at least publicly known. Last week, the Steelers said they were optimistic fans would be allowed in to the stands in an unknown, reduced capacity, starting with their October 11th game against the Philadelphia Eagles at Heinz Field. Now, uh, the Eagles have to follow the same protocols down there in Philly, uh, and I think that things are worse there than they are here, and I, I, I have a feeling that uh, His Excellency Thomas Wolfe and his sidekick, Aunt Rachel, will be even less uh, likely to allow fans in Eagles games than he will be in Pittsburgh. But So I, the reason I bring this up, I, I wrote a column about this. Uh, you can find my columns at uh, triblive.com, and I wrote a column about this for yesterday and today, and um, my, the whole point of the column was that it's ridiculous not to let fans into games. Um, and I did mention in my column that there's talk that the Steelers would – be allowing some fans into their next home game, uh, which is, again, the Eagles uh, a week from this coming Sunday. So uh, my, my question is, is there any science to support the notion 
that uh, the fans and the rest of the people here in western Pennsylvania will be safer uh, with fans at Heinz Field on October 11th than they would have been with fans at Heinz Field yesterday. I mean, what would happen between yesterday and October 11th to make us all safer with I don't know how many thousands of fans they're going to allow in the Heinz Field. I'm going to guess it's going to be very few and probably 10% because uh, that's what they're going to do in Nashville. The Steelers play the Titans in Nashville next week, this coming Sunday. There's That's a 70,000-seat stadium. And uh, the mayor of Nashville has been nice enough to say that he will allow 7,000 fans into Nissan Stadium. That's one-tenth capacity, right? Or I'm sorry, yeah, 10% capacity. But apparently, now this is another thing. I don't. How do they come up with this? The, the 10% will be okay this coming Sunday. But then uh, they have a game there on the 11th also, and they're going to be increased to 12.5%. And after October 18th, it's going to go to 15%. So how does the governor, or I'm sorry, I guess in this case it's the mayor, how does the mayor of Nashville know, and what scientific evidence does he base this on, that 7,000 people will be okay at Nissan Stadium uh, this coming Sunday, whereas nobody would have been safe if they had done it a week ago. They didn't play home yesterday. They played uh, at home a week ago. Sunday, and uh, they had nobody there. So not safe for any fans last Sunday a week ago. Okay for 7,000 fans coming up this Sunday, and then okay for I think it's 8,600 on the game after that. And uh, th- that's better than an empty stadium, I guess, but it's still ridiculous. So will the fans on October 11th be in any more danger than the fans were on the 18th? or will be on the 18th. That's 14,500 as the it will be the 21% that they're going to allow in November. That's what they're working toward, allowing 14,500. Not 14,600 or 13,900, 14,500. That still leaves 55,500 empty seats. And here's the problem. Uh you know, that's how is going to a high school stadium or to Heinz Field for a football game Increasing anybody's chances of dying. So if you catch catch COVID nineteen by going, your your chances of surviving are no worse than ninety four point five percent, and that's if you're over seventy. So if you go to a game uh, and you make the drastic decision to go to a football game and you end up coming down with the COVID, if you're under seventy, your chances are ninety nine point five percent that you are not going to die. If you decide to go to the game and you're under 50, it's 99.98 that you're not going to die. And if you're under 20, uh, it's 99.997% that your chance of dying is, uh, that's what your chance of dying is, Uh, your chance of surviving, I should say, 99.997. So as I wrote in my column, that means the average high school or college kid is about as likely to be trampled by an elephant as he is to die from COVID-19. And it's not an exaggeration because, I'm sorry, 99.997%, that's zero. It's zero, okay? So why why do they have so many empty seats? Well, um, because they're stupid and they like to control and uh, they just, it's, they're getting away with it and it's and it's going gonna, it's gonna to go on. So down in Florida, Ron DeSantis is the governor there. He's lifted all restrictions. That means... Uh, there's no restrictions on crowd size at sporting events. They've, they've said all bars and, and restaurants can go to 100%. Imagine that, actually owning a bar or a restaurant and not having to worry about anything except the fire code as far as how many people are allowed in your place, uh, 100%. So, uh, so there will be no restrictions on crowd sizes at sporting events in Florida. Uh, and DeSantis uh, just happens to have the Super Bowl in his state. Uh, It'll be at Tampa, in Tampa, in February. And he says he expects a full stadium. That's uh, in February. How many months is that? October, November, December, four and a half months, four months. Um, 
a little bit over four months. He says he's going to have a full stadium in Tampa. Can you imagine the the people that are going to be hauled out of there and, and going to be piled up in hospitals in Florida dead because they went to the Super Bowl? I mean, I, isn't, is that what's going to happen? I guess. Now, here's a good stat. Since August, 48,300 uh, college students have tested positive for COVID-19. That was 37 colleges that, that did the testing. They came up with 40, 48,300. That's, you know, a little over 1,000 uh, people per college, uh, college. And that's enough to fill uh, a football stadium. That's more people than Pitt gets for most games, 48,000. Uh, you know how many of those 48,300 students were hospitalized? Remember now, just picture yourself looking at Heinz Field on a pit Saturday when they played a game on Saturday, an exciting game against Louisville. Nobody was there to see it. Ridiculous. But uh, just picture yourself looking at Heinz Field filled with 48,000 people. That's still a pretty good crowd in there, especially for a pit game. And you look around at all the crowd in there and see everybody in that stadium watching the game and think about two people being hospitalized. That's 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 a good way of picturing the forty-eight thousand three hundred students who were uh, who tested positive and ended up going to the hospital. So you can't, we can't go to games. Parents, I guess some parents are actually going to high school football games now around here. But if we're up to the uh, to His Excellency uh, Tom Wolf and Aunt Rachel, there would have been no games of any kind in any sport played by high school kids for the last. I don't know how many weeks have they been playing it. Two or three weeks now. I think they've. I think we've. I think we're three weeks into the uh, high school football season. So, no soccer games, no field hockey, nothing. Nothing would have been played if it was up to His Excellency and Aunt Rachel. Uh, and right now, it's so ridiculous to put on a to sit there and watch a Steeler game yesterday on a beautiful Sunday, a sunny Sunday afternoon. Not a cloud in the sky, 65, 70 degrees, whatever it was, and not one person in the stadium to watch the game. And and when's, there, when's the end? Where is the end to it? So Ron DeSantis, the, um, the uh, governor of Florida, he actually has said that's enough. And not just lifting restrictions on bars and restaurants – all restrictions. That means restrictions on crowd sizes. And that, I guess, Florida State, Florida, they pack them in. Florida State will put, uh, I think they can put 90-some thousand people in their stadium. And uh, they were planning on having like 17,000, I think, for a game either this week or next. And that was, everybody was excited about that. They were going to let 17,000 people in there. But um I don't know. Now that uh, the governor has lifted the restrictions, maybe they can fill it up. I hope they do. I hope they. I hope they tell anybody who wants to come to the game to come to the game. And here's my idea. Okay, uh, I put this in my column. I think. Um, you know, I gave you those numbers of the percentages: ninety-nine point five percent under seventy, ninety-nine point ninety-eight if you're under fifty. Here's an idea for the governor and the uh, health minister, or whatever they call uh, Mr. Uh, Rachel. Um, Miss, I'm sorry, Ms. Rachel, uh, you put a big sign outside of each gate, and it has these numbers on it, 99.98%, 99.997%. Those are your chances of surviving. Enter at your own risk. If this scares you that you have a 99.98 chance of surviving, if that scares you, don't come to the gate. Don't come in. Stay outside. So, you know, if you're if you're 70 and you don't like that 99.5% chance of surviving COVID, don't come in. Give your ticket to a younger person who only has a 99.98% chance. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The lone Kentucky detective charged in connection with the fatal shooting of Breonna Taylor has pleaded not guilty. Brett Hankinson's plea comes five days after a grand jury indicted him on three counts of wanton endangerment for firing into the home of Taylor's neighbors. Northern California's wine country is on fire again as strong winds are fanning flames. 
prompting evacuation orders involving more than 50,000 people. Fires coming on the third anniversary of deadly wildfires that erupted in 2017, including one of those fires that killed 22 people. President Trump expected to announce the shipment of millions of rapid coronavirus tests to states this week. He plans to urge governors to use them to reopen schools. Wall Street rallied today. The Dow gained 410 points. The Nasdaq up 203. The S&P 500 ahead 53. This is SRN News. When does a person get rights? When a person is a person. All across our nation. Our nation is divided. In our homes, in social media, everywhere you turn. But what is at the heart of this division? In the new movie, Divided Hearts of America, Super Bowl champion and executive producer Benjamin Watson searches for the truth. This is one of the worst possible choices that any woman and her family has to make. You'll discover why the most polarizing debate of this century boils down to the sacred dignity of human life. There is no personhood under law for fetuses. We don't have that in this country. With Divided Hearts of America, you'll learn what you need to be armed to fight what divides us and come to a place of real unity with empathy, healing, and real hope. Be part of the change and watch Divided Hearts of America. Go to SalemNow.com to purchase. Use promo code FAMILY for 20% off. SalemNow.com, promo code FAMILY. Dan Proft believes we can do better. So the point is to say, wait a second, you can't do anything in 2020 America because of what was done to your ancestors without uh, the white man providing assent. This is a a real opportunity to uh, change the course of America away from this dead end of race identity politics. The Dan Proft Show, weeknights at 9 on AM 1250. The answer. Is the United States of America part of God's great plan for the world? Now, a new documentary, Trump 2024, The World After Trump, takes a look at what the world could look like in 2024 with or without President Trump. Trump 2024 features interviews with Franklin Graham, Mike Huckabee, Dennis Prager, and Eric Metaxas. Watch Trump 2024, The World After Trump on SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com. Trump 2024. Watch now at SalemNow.com. You run a business and you need better wireless. Three words, no more compromise. With the T-Mobile Business Advantage, you get the largest 5G network, award-winning customer support, and insanely great value. No trade-offs. Right now, get up to 90 days of unlimited free on business plans when you switch via bill credits. Stop in to find out more. Plus taxes and fees for some plans. Complete port within 60 days. Customers over 50 gigabytes per month have lower speeds during congestion. Video at 480p, unlimited on our network. See T-Mobile.com for 5G devices coverage and plan details. This is Colin McNichol from the Allegheny Institute for Public Policy. The coronavirus pandemic has altered public life as we've known it. The question remains if policies implemented by our leaders were responsible or reckless. There can be little question that policymakers' inconsistencies have created unnecessary economic hardship and confusion. That does not bode well for the future. Learn more at AlleghenyInstitute.org, celebrating 25 years of challenging conventional public policy wisdom. AM 1250 and FM 92.5, The Answer. WPGP, Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on The Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got The Answer. Looks like we've improved a bit outbound on the parkway. Eastward down to about a four-minute delay. Bates Street to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Inbound on the parkway west, slowing just slightly from Banksville Road down to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. We're looking pretty good right now on Crosstown Boulevard and on 79. No major issues there. On the Turnpike, the ramps at Beaver Valley, they're under construction and closed till October 10th. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. Cloudy skies expected for tonight. We'll see a couple of showers and a thunderstorm. Tonight will reach a low of 53. Considerable cloudiness tomorrow and tomorrow night with occasional rain. The high tomorrow 60. Tomorrow night will reach a low of 48. We'll see intervals of clouds and sunshine for Wednesday. Wednesday will have a high of 64. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show. 
on AM 1250. The answer. Well, the big story today is about President Trump and how much income tax he paid. As I said a few minutes ago, I don't care how much he paid. And if he was able to figure out a way to legally pay nothing, I say good for him. And it shouldn't be a story because there shouldn't be a federal income tax. Steve Hayes agrees with that. He's the president and chairman of Americans for Fair Taxation. He joins us now. Steve, thanks for coming on again. Appreciate it. John, I always enjoy being on your show. Thank you very much for having me. So, yeah, it's good to have you. So you've been pushing for a national sales tax to replace the income tax for a long time. Would the country be better off without stories like the one uh, President Trump's dealing with right now? <laughs> well, it's, it's all basically a waste of time. When you have an income tax which is being evaded, and nobody is accusing the president of evading the tax, at least not that I've seen. There have been. Yeah, some I said the same thing. I, I haven't seen anything about anything illegal yet. I could have missed it, but I haven't no. seen anything. No. In fact, he probably uh, paid you know several million dollars to tax preparers to make sure that he didn't do anything illegal. Number one, and number two to make sure that the returns were filed properly. And this is part of the problem with the income tax. You've got a, a situation that tries to be everything to everybody, and it doesn't really work. You've got immense amounts of evasion, maybe $9 trillion over the next decade, from people who are primarily the person making under 100000 a year that doesn't report income or exaggerates deductions, but it's huge, and it's mm -hmm. going to get worse. And you don't need this because you can raise more money with more efficiency if you went to the fair tax, which is simply a national retail sales tax on new goods and services. So therefore, you get all of your check, you take that money and you pay taxes when you decide to buy something at retail that's new. There's also a tax credit which says that like a family of four can spend around $2,500 a month toward essential things and pay no fair tax at all. Today, they're going to pay Social Security from dollar one. Mm-hmm. So we make it so that the whole story of the income tax goes away. It's no longer really even, and at least on the Democrat side, a way of raising money, but it's a tool for social change. Yeah. That's what Biden said in his program. He wants to use it to make life more fair. Mm -hmm. Well, it's, that means he's going to pick on people who make a lot more money. Well, mm -hmm. John, <laughs> we know how that's all worked out for the rest of us. The initial income tax was actually ratified in the various state legislatures because they said it's only going to be on the wealthy. It's yep. only a very tiny percentage. Well, guess what? The wealthy are the ones that can pay lobbyists and make huge donations to get exemptions for themselves. So therefore they find they don't raise this money on the wealthy. They raise it by redefining wealthy. And in 1917, it was anybody making 12000 a year or more. So you've, you've got a situation with the income tax where it's never really been about raising income. It's always been about reforming society. Well, let's get rid of that. Let's have a system that raises income in the most efficient way, which is a retail sales tax, the least likely to be evaded. And then let's, if we're going to make it more fair, let's do it through targeted programs to make it more fair. So all of us can look at it, but let's not make up something about, you know, a mock tempest in a teapot. All oh, the president didn't pay any taxes. Well, that might have been because he lost a lot of money. I don't know. But mm -hmm. that's the way our system works. John, I was a tax lawyer for a long time. I admit it. <laughs> and I saw all these things happen where my clients, we were being paid a lot of money to make sure they paid 
little or no tax. And mm-hmm. that is the truth. The more wealthy you are, the less that any of these taxes are going to get to you. They're all going to come down on us. So let's get rid of all this nonsense. Let's get rid of the reason we have to have people who are, you know, they're independent contractors. They work because they want to work for somebody in a number of employers. Well, in a lot of states, they're trying to make everybody the employee. Why? Not because they care about the employee, but because they feel like they're going to reduce evasion by making you get your taxes withheld. And for a lot of people, it just doesn't make any sense to do it that way. So you've got a a ruined system, John. (laughs) And, And when I see this, I just kind of shake my head. You know, it's like they're making a big thing out of who pays taxes and who doesn't when they should be making a big thing out of how do we get the economy moving, how do we most benefit the American worker. And you do that by having a tax system that doesn't punish us with our exports, which is what the income tax does, and reward people that import goods and compete against us, which is what the income tax does, but switch to a system that rewards people who are productive, that favors American business, and puts the same penalty on imports that our exports experience when they go overseas, when they get their value-added tax or their goods and services tax added to the price. We have a totally broken system, John. Well, what happened... would it would it have made more sense if they if back was it nineteen seventeen or thirteen I forgot I can never remember thirteen uh, nineteen thirteen is when they passed the amendment sixteenth mm-hmm. amendment yeah so um, back when they did that if would it have made more sense and would it might it have worked and maybe been manageable if they'd have said everybody's going to pay oh a flat tax I guess is what I'm going to ask you if everybody's going right. to pay five five percent and that's it. You're never going to pay more, and everybody's going to pay 5%, uh, or maybe everybody who makes um, X number of dollars or more will pay 5%. But it, it, that still would be stupid, but it, would, it might have been manageable if they'd have done that. It, it totally was the, a way that was considered. There was a, a re- pretty strong debate going on in Congress in this, about limiting the rate that could ever be charged to 10%. And the Mm -hmm. people that proposed it were laughed out of the room because they said there is no way anybody is ever going to tolerate a tax on their income of more than 10 percent. (laughs) Hello. Well, but so you 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 worked as a um, as a tax lawyer and you said you, you worked as hard as you could to see that people paid little or no taxes if they, you know, legally. Um, Legally, so, yes. Yeah. So, what kinds of what what does a, I don't know how much money uh, Donald Trump makes. Nobody does. But uh, if I'm making millions of dollars a year, what uh, what are some of the little things that you could easily come up with to make sure that I pay as little tax as possible? Well, the the worst of those, but the one that's kind of likely is that you lose money on some of your ventures that mm-hmm. gets passed through to you. So that your net income, even though you grossed a lot of money in salary, but your net income because of losses in your business is down to zero. That's number one. Number two, there are lots of things that happen when you're in the building business like he is, where you have huge amounts of depreciation. Like you spend all this money to build a hotel. Every year you deduct part of that cost. That goes against your ordinary income. I'm assuming that he has income that passes through to him. Mm-hmm. And basically, you have all of these things that have been created to do that. I mean, you've got the cost of his operation. You know, all of his businesses are going to continue to operate and create an expense even though he's not there. You know, he's the president. Well, his pe- <laughs> people are still getting paid. There's lots of things that happen to bring down the income. And one of the things that's not clear is how much was his personal income, how much was his business income. I mean, you've got lots of data, at least if what I've seen has not really been clear. So there's 
well, you hundreds have to, of pages. Yeah, and Steve, what, it seems to me that what you have is that you know how this stuff works. You were a tax attorney, okay? I don't have the first yes. idea what they're talking about, but um, uh, neither do they. So, so you, you have people <laughs> writing about it who have no clue about what, what if he did pay $750, what that means, how he was able That's to right. do that, how much money he made or didn't make, and then you have the media who know even less because they didn't do any of the investigation into the story, they're commenting now on it, and they all know that whatever he did was terrible and he should be uh, impeached over it. Oh, yes. And they don't know what oh, they're yeah. talking and, about. No, and there are lots and lots, you know, like you notice nobody is talking about Jeff Bezos. No. And Amazon paying no right. tax and having all this. Nobody's talking about Facebook and all of these people, and the reason, obviously, is because they're the good guys. They're not the yeah. terrible people. I, I forgot but about the, Bezos. He, played, he paid yeah. nothing, right? Yeah, yeah, and so you've got all of these people who are involved. I mean, you've got people like Larry Ellison who pay very small tax but have these big yachts. Well, how do they do it? They get these huge lines of credit you know, hundreds of millions of dollars of credit against the value of their stock, they pay a tiny amount of interest each year. They use that to acquire things, okay? And then when they sell them, you know, they have to pay off the loans, but it's a fraction of the tax that you and I would pay if we bought the same thing. I mean, there are just so many ways the wealthy can game the system legally, yeah, well, I'm not you know, saying a, it's right or wrong, yeah. but legally. Here, here's a here's a nice tweet from Bill De Blasio, the mayor of New York City. Okay, <laughs> this is what he He's tweeted. This, this is what he <laughs> tweeted today. He's doing a lo- really nice job up in New York, up in New York City. Yes, this is what yes. he tweeted today. If you're reading this, you likely paid more in federal income taxes than the president of the United States. Okay, and then this is what is then he ends ends with this line. Tax the rich. That's that's is that rich enough for you? Tax the tax the rich. That sums up his whole political career. That's well, and the problem is that, as we said before, John, why even have this type of conversation on the table? If you went to a system that got rid of the income tax and replaced it with a retail sales tax. You don't have these discussions. Well, what they can do, if they want to tax the rich, they can say, okay, John and Steve pay 23% on their purchases, but if John and Steve buy that million-dollar yacht, we're going to charge you 30%, not 23%. Well, that's taxing the rich, but it's very clear to everybody what it is. And it's like so many people who have... I've worked with billionaires. I can mention Bob McNair because Bob's past, but a dear friend, and he was he's, he was the owner of the Houston Texans football team and a multi-billionaire. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, I've supported the fair tax, and he did with a lot of money and a lot of effort for years. However, it would cost me multiple times more than I now pay in income tax. Why? Because rich people buy expensive things <laughs> they, don't buy. Yeah. <laughs> they don't buy used cars necessarily unless it's a used rolls or something they like Lamborghini. the color yeah yeah <laughs> but they buy big things and so they're going to pay tax when they buy it people who let's just take the drug dealer when he buys that big car guess what he's going to pay the tax does he pay mm-hmm. income tax today i doubt it no, but he's going to pay it when he buys the big automobile. They're going to pay it when they buy the big house. They're going to pay it when they buy the $400,000 painting to put on the wall. All of those things are going to be taxed, but it's a difference in that the rich who elect to do that are just like you and I. They're determining you know what, the Steve, amount now, of tax they pay. Now people are mad because... I'm mad because you have enough money to buy a $400,000 painting, and I don't. So I want you to be punished 
for having that, and I want the government to take that $400,000 from you. I don't know if I think I'm supposed to get a, a piece of that, but I just don't want you to have it. That's well, the way a lot people of look it's at it. been built on that. It's, that is a lot of it. But what all I'm saying is if we had a sane tax system which said you're going to be taxed by how much you buy, mm-hmm. not how much you earn. If you earn, John, more than somebody else and choose not to spend it, well, what are you earning money for? It's for consumption. Whether it's today, tomorrow, or for your kids, it's still going to be consumed. So it's a question of timing. It's not a question of if it's going to be consumed. And here you've got a situation where if you want to punish the rich, this has never worked before, but you can try it as a concept. And a lot of the people that do these financial models think that people are going to automatically operate the way they want them to as opposed to their best interest. But you can take that $400,000 painting and say, instead of paying 23% like John and Steve, you're going to pay 50% sales tax. So you're going to end up not paying 80000 but you're going to pay 200000 yeah, of tax. And, and that's punishing the rich. Now, what's going to happen is a they lot of people are not going to be buying painting. There will be a lot of people leasing paintings, maybe, or renting them or whatever. And then the art but, dealer doesn't have any money. That's right. And the same thing, you know, remember the luxury tax that came yeah. in? It was on yachts and things. Yep. You know how they well stopped, that worked. They ended they up having to get yachts. rid of it because, yep. that's right, they put everybody out of business. And, of course, when they, they did it, John Kerry, that paragon of virtue, he bought his yacht in such a way that he could avoid the tax because of a loophole that was left in there by who? The same people he served in the Senate with. So you've got a situation where the wealthy people can afford to get things carved out for them that almost none of us are ever going to really understand because we don't spend our days and nights going through the hundreds of thousands of pages of rules and regulations in the tax code. Hey, Steve, I'm, so, I'm John, out of time. I, I, I really oh. uh, I love having you on because I could listen to you for all, all night because this stuff is so ridiculous. But it's uh, fairtax.org, and go there and find out all you need to know about the fair tax. And, Steve, I really appreciate it any time you come on. Thanks. John, thank you so much. Goodbye. All right. That's Steve Hayes. We'll be right back. Hey, John Stoggerwald here. As you know, our friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help you get the best sleep of your life. And he didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow either. Mike created the new Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you will never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors, and Mike is making a special offer for my listeners. You will receive two-for-one low price plus free shipping. Call 1-800-716-8087. Use the promo code STAG or go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code STAG. Hi there, Hugh Hewitt. I have a book that you've been waiting for, the one that totally uncovers the anti-Trump movement within the Washington establishment. My good friend Byron York, you know him from Fox News, the Washington Examiner. He's on my show all the time. He's got a brand new book. It's called Obsession, Inside the Washington Establishment's Never-Ending War on Trump. And Byron brings the heat. Obsession is a must-read. He's the political correspondent that you always trust anyway. But now he's got officials and members of the Trump defense team on the record. All of the stuff you want to find out about what happened with the special counsel, what happened with the impeachment, what happened with Ukraine, it's all in Byron's new book, Obsession. Look, the opposition will stop at nothing to prevent Donald Trump's re-election. Now is the time to get the facts. Read Byron York's penetrating new book, Obsession. Inside the Washington Establishment's never-ending war on Trump. Available from Amazon and wherever books are sold. Obsession by Byron York. Obsession by Byron York. 
If you're an employer, a business owner, if you have five to 100 employees, listen up. The cost of doing business continues to skyrocket, strangling your HR department with more regulations, administrative duties, and liability than ever. I'm John Steigerwald. Your health plan's a big part of that cost. Another year, another 10% rate hike, another $1,000 increase on your deductible, another hospital or doctor you can't go to because they're not in the network. Isn't it time for a change? Well, stop the insanity and call Marley Financial, the most innovative agency in the industry. Put an end to the annual increase. Give your employees a national network that all hospitals accept and reduce your monthly premiums by 20 to 30%. It doesn't matter when your renewal is. Marley can help today. Call 724-884-1496. Marley Financial, 724-884-1496. 724-884-1496. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. So, uh, got about a minute and a half left here. I uh, A little update on the Steelers situation and the fans. Art Rooney said uh, yesterday, we feel good about our outdoor, our outdoor plan we submitted to the authorities. We're seeing around the country other stadiums having fans and so far not having any major outbreaks of the virus because of that situation. We really think it's time. Good for Art Rooney II to say that, but, you know, I, I, no, I, I'm asking the question because I don't know, but I, it didn't, didn't a federal judge declare it unconstitutional for the governor to put restrictions on the size of crowds? Why doesn't somebody have the guts to just say, hey, the, the judge said it's unconstitutional for you to tell me how many people we're allowed to have here. We're going to let everybody in at their own risk. We'll put a nice big sign out there. Look out. You have a, a .0003% chance of dying from COVID if you come to the game. You make the choice. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. The John Staggerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.